Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. Here's Luke Warsham in for Zach Bingham live from Tampa Bay. Make sure you follow us all over social media, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, everything. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning uh, at 8 Central. But for today and for tomorrow, around 1, 1 p.m. Central time, is that time after Titans Bucks training camp practice? Let's thank our sponsors real quick before we dive into it. Uh, rent, Renters Warehouse, Nashville RentersWarehouse.com is where you go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon, WilsonCountyHyundai.com for their great inventory. Calvin and Settle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at CalvinAndSettle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Luke, uh, the first thing I really saw of any substance besides Tom Brady getting warmed up, the Titans buses rolling in, was really the Caleb Farley video where yes. uh, I saw Caleb Farley make a play on one-on-ones. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, all right. One on ones, let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, and Caleb Farley looked like he made a nice play against Mike Evans in one on one, and that kind of seemed to be the theme of the day. Not necessarily with Caleb Farley the whole time, but with the Titans' d- defense playing really well today against Tom Brady in the Bucks' offense. Yeah, certainly that Caleb Farley one on one rep was a sign of things to come for the Titans' defense that all day long got its hands on Tom Brady passes, and and as we'll talk about later, and as you saw in the headline, they were able to confuse Tom Brady today. And and before we get into the the nitty-gritty and the X's and O's, I'll just say uh, this is really, really good and exciting news if you're a Titans fan. You should be absolutely fired up because we've been watching this Titans defense perform very well against Tannehill and the offense, but a lot of us very fairly have looked at that and said, yeah, but, you know, they, they know these guys very, very well. They do this every day. How much does this actually mean? How, I guess, fixed really is this defense compared to last season? And I think what we saw today is that, you know, you're not going to take away from today that they're going to be top five or top ten or anything like that. But the disaster defense from last year, the communication problems, everybody looking lost, that is all out the window. It's gone. Yeah, and that's a, I think that's a pretty big deal. If you're a Titans fan looking at what this team was last year with a top three offense and a bottom five defense and, and knowing all the different uh, things that need to be fixed, the personnel changes over the, over the offseason when it came to the Titans defense. Uh, and so now, Chris says, now everyone can shut up about Tannehill throwing picks because that was the, uh, <laughs> the story of the day, it seemed like, is – is that the Titans intercepted Tom Brady three times? Yeah, and uh, you mentioned to me Elijah Molden got one, the young rookie that which was good to hear about. Yes, he got one in one-on-one drills. The mm-hmm. other two interceptions, one from Amani Hooker, and then one from Jackrabbit Jenkins, came in eleven-on-eleven drills, which I think it's really impressive to throw a pick in one-on-ones. But I think really you can take more credence and hold more weight. Yeah. in the 11-on-11 11 11 interceptions that the Titans were able to do. If you could, walk us through a little bit of what happened on those two plays, and you can start with the Amani Hooker play and then walk us through Jack Rabbit's pick. Yeah, so like you said, the Elijah Molden interception, th- that came in uh, one-on-one drills, and I'm not sure which receiver that was against, 
Uh, I also wasn't really over there. I just kind of caught wind of it and have seen video on Twitter. Kaharski had a good video of that one. Uh, but I was up close and personal for the other two interceptions. So the first one came from uh, Amani Hooker. And actually, both of these interceptions, the, the ones from 11 on 11, uh, Gronk was the intended receiver. So the first one by Amani Hooker, uh, Brady just trying to go to Gronk over the middle, and he just wasn't really open, and Brady kind of overshot him, and the ball's coming down to the ground. And Amani Hooker, who was in good position and good coverage, dove forward and like scooped the ball up off of the ground and, and sort of cradled it. Uh, you could very clearly tell that it was a, a good catch, that he actually was able to bring it in. So that was the first one. And then the second one was Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Uh, Brady was throwing to Gronk. And if I remember correctly, sort of the, the pocket clock was winding down. He, it was time to get rid of the football. Yeah. And he threw it to Gronk, who was running sort of like an out to the sideline. And it was a little high for Gronk. And if it's too high for Gronk, it's probably too high for everybody. Uh, Gronk reached his hand out. Here's my hand. Gronk reached his hand out. It, it like flipped up in the air and became a tip drill. And, and Jack Rabbit Jenkins basically caught it like a punt and then took off down the sideline. Yeah. And uh, so walking you through the couple interceptions that Brady threw in 11-11s and several of you guys said, wait a second, I thought there were four interceptions. Didn't Caleb Farley have one? Uh, well, you did read that on Twitter correctly, but Paul Kaharski – uh, incorrectly labeled uh, Caleb Farley as the interceptor when it was that was the Jenkins play, yes. correct? Yeah, yeah. That so, was, Caleb, so it, Caleb, it was it was tough to see because like when I saw it, I obviously saw Gronk and I saw the ball go up in the air, and then like there were some players in the way. So what I saw was I saw two feet come down very clearly in bounds, like it was very clearly a good catch, and then just take off. And, and we had to ask around, and, and the Titans had a, a, a videographer a little bit closer, and he said that it was it was Jenkins. So Jack Rabbit Jenkins and Monty Hooker pick off Tom Brady uh, in team drills, and then Elijah Molden with a one-on-one interception for three picks on the day for Tom Brady. Uh, let's take a listen to what Tom Brady said after practice was over about what he saw from the Titans' defense that made it a tough day for him beyond the interceptions in the Bucks' offense. Pretty good. The challenge in, obviously, are very good fundamentals, you know, they play their help all the time, very stout in the run game. Um, they try to confuse you uh, in the secondary, it's really a good job of that today a few times. So, uh, obviously one of, the, one of the better defenses, always in the league, and um, a lot of good players. So, it's good work for us, and obviously it wasn't our uh, last time I talked to you, I don't think we had a great day either, so. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, Tom Brady mentioned that, you know, last time we talked to the media, I guess they had a bad practice too, but, and so uh, I did see that there were some other plays where Christian Fulton made a couple nice plays, other good yeah. plays of coverage. Now, obviously, in practice, when you're throwing a lot of reps, uh, there are you know plays. Antonio Brown uh, had you mentioned had a couple nice plays. I did see Gronk scored a couple touchdowns in situations. So you you win some, you lose some in practice reps. Yeah. But overall, the Titans' defense confusing Tom Brady is kind of how he put it. Yeah, and I followed up on that with Brady, and I asked him to sort of expound on that. And he said, I wrote down this quote, he said, they challenge, they being the Titans defense, they challenge you to think. I think that's a really interesting quote. They challenge you to think. And then he said, we, the Bucks offense, we've got to be much more on top of things tomorrow. Uh, Brady clearly not very happy with the Bucks' effort against the Titans defense that, like you said, Austin, and like Tom said, confused him, got in his head today. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, my, there must be a delivery at my house. My dog started barking, and so I tried to mute to avoid that. But uh, I don't know. If, I think we have an Amazon package. I don't know. Actually, you know what? It's Luke. I, I, if, it's if a new want... toy for Luke. It's Luke's new uh, iPad tripod holder. Oh, okay. Should be delivered cool. by now. So, yeah. So, Luke, your new tripod holder is apparently here, according to Sophie and Bella, uh, letting me know of that. Uh, so, anyway. So, uh, let's go ahead and ask our first question of the day so far. The Titans pick off Tom Brady three times today. Is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Tom Brady threw three interceptions at practice today? But first, let me tell all of you guys about our friends in Franklin, Tennessee, and that's the Bone and Joint Institute and boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life, make sure you know where to go. That's the Bone and Joint Institute. Again, boneandjointtn.org. You have over a dozen uh, physicians there that can make sure that they can take care of whatever might be ailing you, whatever injury you may have. Again, boneandjointtn.org is where to go. And our friends at BetMGM have still got a great deal going on for you today. If you download their app and you give them the promo code that you see on your screen there, A to Z Sports, they will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. It's a really great deal to take advantage of. Maybe you're someone who's always seen people talk about sports betting and lines and things like that, and you never actually dipped your, your toes in it before. It's a great opportunity to do that. Or if you're a, a vet to sports betting and you're looking for something new to try out, you're looking for a great deal to take advantage of, uh, this fits you as well. So be sure to sign up with our friends at BetMGM. Download their app today. Use that promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. All right, Luke is in Tampa. He just covered the Titans and Bucks joint practice uh, where Tom Brady threw three interceptions in practice, one to Elijah Molden in one-on-one drills, and then two in 11-on-11 drills, the first to Imani Hooker, the third-year safety, and the second to new corner Jack Rabbit Jenkins. So we're asking you guys – Pretty simple question here. Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that, that the Titans picked off Tom Brady three times today? Tommy says small deal. Marquis says big deal. Jay, uh, Joy says small deal. Uh, <laughs> ben says formerly crap defense intercepts the GOAT three times. That's a big deal. Nice G-Man word says, substitution. Yes. Uh, G-Man says no deal. It's practice. Th- Jeff says small deal. It's still just practice. Well, you're, you're all wrong. Okay, well, I'll, I'll hold on, hold on, Luke. I'll let you get to your opinion here in a second. But Sir Esther says small deal. Alex says small deal. Daniel says small deal, but definitely promising. Jason says big deal. Any improvement on the defense is a big deal. Uh, Apollo, Noah, Jason, Louie all say small deals. David with a no deal. Carlos says big deal for Titans fans, not so much of a big deal for Bucks fans. Luke, you've, you've been shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head on this? I think it's a big deal. And like I said at the beginning, it's not a big deal in the sense that, you know, everybody runs home and says, Titans picked off Tom Brady three times. This defense is going to be the, the best ever. It's a big deal because of how big of a travesty it was last year. As you, you've been saying, I'm guessing many of you who just said small deal are in the crowd that has all of camp been saying, yeah, but it's it's just, you know, it's practice. It's the tight. Let's see him do, let's see him do it against another team, right? Okay, they did. They did it against another team today. It looked really, really good. They confused the greatest quarterback of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time, was confused by the Titans defense and said that he needs to be a lot better tomorrow. 
This is a big, big deal. And again, the takeaway is not look at this elite Titans defense. It's, hey, they're not confused anymore. They're on the same page. Yeah. They're not the ones that are confused anymore. Now it's the other team that's confused because of them. Yeah, we've got G-Man and, and Jeff just going all caps, just saying, in practice. Jeff, Luke, it is practice. Like, you don't think Tom Brady's not pissed at what like, he's what he did today by throwing three picks in practice? I, I don't understand. Obviously, practice is different than a game. But, like, if you're in position in practice – you're going to be in position in a game. If you're not confused in practice, you're not going to be confused in a game. All right, look, it's I'll those ask you, things translate. I'll ask you, did, you were at practice today. What was the biggest storyline of the entire joint practice today for the first day between the Titans and Bucks? It, it was this. It, it was the fact that the Titans defense confused Tom Brady and picked him off three times. It stood out more than anything else. Yeah, and so I, I, that's why I think this is also a big deal. I mean, the Titans defense, if this was the Titans defense from a year ago, because Mike Vrabel said earlier this week they had planned to practice in Tampa against Tom Brady uh, a year ago in training camp, but COVID did not allow that to happen. And so that this last year's version of the defense would have gotten smoked by Tom Brady all day in practice. and this oh, it, it would have been painful to watch. This year's defense is competitive, and that's a fantastic thing to see that they are yeah. competing. They're always around the ball. And look, the de- the interceptions are great. And having three picks in one day against uh, Tom Brady in practice is fantastic. You, we'd, we'd be concerned, and we have been concerned, when Ryan Tannehill has thrown two interceptions in practice one day. When he threw, he, he started off Ryan Tannehill, I believe the, the, the number was, he had five picks the first five practices and we talked about that and it was a good thing because the Titans starters were the one picking those balls off and not like the practice squad guys or the guys getting cut well today Amani Hooker Jack Rabbit Jenkins and a rookie that you want to rely on this year all had interceptions on Tom Brady exactly who of them going to Gronk yeah and and Charles makes a comment he says what they do it tomorrow it's a big deal why is it not a big deal that it happened today? Do you think it's a fluke? Like, do you think that this was just luck that like Tom Brady was off today and, and that that's why they look so good? And like what you were saying, Austin, that's why I think you can take away a lot from this. They weren't doing this against like, you know, Michael Pittman and the Colts. They weren't doing this against Jalen Rager and the Eagles. They were doing it against the best of the best. And after practice today, I asked Kevin Byard how much confidence the secondary can take away in having faced off against not just a bunch of scrubs, but the best of the best. And this is what KB said. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going against the Super Bowl champ. So I said that before we came down here, it's going to be a great measuring stick for us to see, you know, where we at as a defense. Uh, and like I said, it's good because we obviously know we got some things to clean up, but not going against our offense, seeing another offense, seeing understanding the type of different things that we can communicate and, and check and not really game plan against the team. And obviously, you know, playing against them today, we'll watch the film later on, uh, clean up the stuff that we need to clean up and be able to see the same thing again tomorrow and see how we get better. So uh, just a great couple of days of practice. What did the secondary learn about itself today? Um, like I said, I mean, I, I would have to watch the film, but like I said, we continue to get our, our hands on the ball, so that's always great. I always talk about turnovers being one of the main factors of winning and losing games, so it's good to see us some turnovers. 
He said it better than anybody else could have. It was the best of the best that they're doing this against, and that's why it's going to be such a confidence boost. That's why we can take so much away from this. Yeah, and so I remember on Monday night in, in uh, when the Titans practiced in Nissan Stadium, Kevin Byard jumped a route and picked off Tannehill. And I thought, well, you know, they've been practicing for two and a half weeks. Kevin Byard knew exactly what was going to happen on that route yeah. with Furcher, and of course he jumps the route, right? Yeah. And so the well, whole and, thing and quickly, Tannehill had a comment kind of like that on the other end because I asked him what's the biggest difference in in facing a defense that's not the Titans, and he said you kind of figure out like you you know their scheme so well that it's very predictable at a, at a point. And, and, and so a big, I think a big storyline of camp has been the Titans' defense and, and the DB's ability to create interceptions, whether it's a tip ball or guys jumping routes, Amani Hooker making plays, whoever it might be. Breon Borders has been fantastic all August. But could that carry over to practicing against somebody else? They got an interception on A.J. McCarron uh, the other night. They could have had two with Breon Borders just having it hit the turf. So now we're seeing the Titans playing against Tom Brady, and again, they're able to get the ball on uh, their hands on the football. Susan says, we shall see on Saturday night. No, you're not. No, no we but won't. The funny thing is, no, Susan, <laughs> nobody's going to see anything on Saturday night uh, other than guys that will probably not make the team play a lot of snaps. Yeah, I uh, I think it'll be a fun game. I, like, I enjoyed watching the game last week, but you're not going to see Brady. I'm lo- looking forward to watching a lot of Blaine Gabbert on Saturday. It's been a while since I've gotten to see that guy slinging around. Blaine Gabbert versus Woodside. Neither arm is created equal. Uh, on Monday so- morning, we're going to be talking about who's better. Blaine Gabbard or, or Logan Woodside? God, I hope not. Uh, so Robbie's <laughs> got a question for Luke. Here, here's what we're going to do, because we're going to talk about more ab- observations that Luke has had at practice. And then our, our third topic today, before throwing shade, is going to be rapid-fire questions for Luke, since he was our eyes and ears at practice yesterday. So we'll get to some rapid-fire questions to Luke here in a little bit. But let's move on to our next one, because uh, you did have, have mention – how the Titans' defensive backs matched up with the Bucks' weapons, including Mike Evans, Gronk, and Antonio yeah. Brown. And you do have a little bit on uh, Jayon Brown today uh, as well as what, uh, as what uh, they did today in practice. So how the Titans' DBs uh, matched up, and I guess Jayon Brown matched up against uh, the, the Bucks' weapons today. But first, let me tell you guys about Calvin and Subtle. CalvinandSubtle.com. If you're looking for new hardwood floors and finishings, Simply go calvinandsettle.com. They've got incredible high quality product and great customer service to upgrade your home, make your home better with those brand new floors. Maybe you got carpet uh, in the living room, in the bedroom still, rip it up. Get the hardwood floor in there. It increases the value of your home, makes it look better, easier to keep clean. Everything. Calvinandsettle.com is where to go. And again, our friends at BetMGM have a great deal going on for you right now. If you download their app and use the promo code that you see there, A to Z Sports, you're going to get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. It's a great deal. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And that's because BetMGM is the king of sports books. Yep. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Luke, observations from Tampa. What you what did you see about the matchups of the Titans defensive backs uh, against the Bucks weapons that include and are not limited to Mike Evans, Gronk, Antonio Brown, and, and Scotty Miller? And was I didn't see anything about Chris Godwin? Did, was he out there today? He was out there because I saw him a few times. He I don't he just didn't really get involved today. 
Uh, quick, quickly before we get into the big guys, because I want to go through each of the big guys individually. Uh, there was a Bucks receiver who stood out to me, and I, I talked to my buddy Justin Mello about him, a, a great draft analyst. Uh, his name is Jalen Darden. He wears number one for the Bucks. Uh, I'd keep an eye out for this guy. He was all over the place today with uh, with all three quarterbacks. A, a small, fast receiver who's who's a fourth round draft pick for them this year. Uh, he, he stood out to me. Uh, but, but let's get into the, the, the big guns, and let's start with Rob Gronkowski, because I thought that of all three of, of the big guys, Gronk was the one that they had the most sort of back and forth with. Like, he'd make a play, and then the Titans defense would get one over on him. Uh, and I tweeted all, a lot of this out from the A to Z account. Caleb Farley had a play against Gronk that he really struggled. It looked like he was in man coverage. It may, it may have been zone, but I think what happened is – he got past Gronk. I can't remember what formation they were lined up in, but Gronk sort of worked him. He ran like a, a double move, and Farley was just sort of left in the dust. Brady hit him for a 20-plus yard completion. Uh, there was another Brady or Gronk play. Actually, they, they were really good at, at quick hitters to Gronk. You know, he yeah. would he would go, and, and it'd be like a stick route, like the old Jason Witten route, and, and the ball would just be right there, Brady so quick to get it out. And so they really struggled to defend those plays. But then they got to red zone, and repeatedly we saw Jayon Brown be able to chase down Rob Gronkowski and stay with him in coverage. Uh, he, he had a nice pass breakup on a, on a fade route to Gronkowski. And I think that's a good sign for, for Jayon coming off of his injury that he's able to run with arguably the best tight end ever. Yeah, and, and good thing for Jayon too because we've seen him wear like that robot arm that Gronk kind of wears too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've got dueling robot arms <laughs> going at it in coverage so I mean, how did Jayon look covered? Was it a natural coverage or was it uh, was it clunky? Like how, how did uh, right. Jayon look covered? Pretty Smooth, solid? yeah, great man coverage on a tight end. I mean, I, I think a lot of the time it, it was textbook. And and like I said, most of what they struggled with 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 Gronk was that quick hitting stuff. I I, I would have asked Vrabel about that. It, we we were having to run very quickly because they had to get back on the bus. I'll, I'll try to ask him about that tomorrow. It's just such a hard play to defend. I don't know how much you can take away from that. Uh, but they were struggling with the quick hitters to Gronk. And like I said, Farley struggled with that that longer developing play. Uh, but for the most part, I thought they did a nice job, Brown in particular, on Gronk. What about uh, Mike Evans? Because we, we talked about the the first uh, real one-on-one that we saw uh, from practice today was Caleb Farley getting a nice pass breakup where it looked like Evans beat him, Farley mm-hmm. recovered, and was able to get – uh, and disrupt the pass when the ball fell to the ground. What what else did Mike Evans do, and, and which Titans were going after Mike Evans today? Yeah, Mike Evans didn't really do a whole lot. Mike Evans is one of my very favorite players in the NFL, you know, my top three or five, and so I love watching him. Uh, and I just didn't get to see very much of him today. Uh, Caleb Farley did a good job. We have a, a good video of that that we put on our social media at A to Z Sports. Uh, during one-on-ones, Caleb Farley got the best of him. Uh, and then once team period started, um, let, let's see, so I don't forget what exactly happened. Once team period started, Evans ran like a streak route down the left sideline. And uh, Christian Fulton had good coverage, good physical coverage on him. There was another play, um, I want to say. Actually, no, that was Gronk. So I can really only think of two times that he showed up, which I think is a testament to this Titan secondary Probably Fulton more than anyone else. Yeah, uh, Fulton is proving to to be able to win with his physicality, which is really exciting because 
I love press coverage. I think that's how you win in the NFL on defense. No and you got to have someone that can do it, and and he very much can. Yeah, and Fulton, I can't remember who the uh, the the pass catcher was uh, where Fulton did have a breakout. Here it is, Brady to Scotty Miller in the end zone, incomplete. Christian Fulton in perfect coverage, so Brady yeah. was forced to throw too high. So uh, another good uh, example of Christian Fulton making a play. Uh, we mentioned uh, the Brady to Gronk too high and intercepted by Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, you mentioned the Monty Hooker play. So really, a lot of the Titans starters on the in the defensive secondary are making a lot of plays. Now you did give a uh, an example of Antonio Brown getting the best of the Titans defense yeah. on, on one point. Yeah, Antonio Brown, I thought had several explosive plays today. You know, Antonio Brown is up there with with Titans Julio Jones as as the best receivers of the last decade. Uh, he's not you know what he was in Pittsburgh. But he's still got a lot of explosiveness. And I thought he was probably who the Titans had the most trouble with today. Uh, there was a route he ran in one-on-ones where it was like a wheel versus Molden. Uh, Brady hit him in stride. Beautiful throw. Molden didn't really have much of a chance. And uh, A.B. ran off of the field. Uh, I won't quote him exactly, but uh, with some words that I'm not going to say on here, he screamed about how simple of an exercise that was for him. Um, <laughs> how simple of an exercise. Yeah, uh, but A.B. was probably the one that they had the most trouble with, which is interesting to, to look at and think about moving forward is that they seemed to handle the bigger physical receivers pretty well, uh, and, and Godwin in the slot is, is probably like Chester Rogers is probably poor man's uh, God Chris Godwin. Yeah. Very similar styles of play. Godwin is just much more talented than Rogers. Uh, so, so yeah, so, so maybe that kind of practice – against Rodgers helped them in some way. I'm not going to say that, but it, it was the, the smaller, quicker, faster Antonio Brown who gave them the most trouble today. Yeah. Dom. I think Dom nailed the translation for Antonio Brown. I I can neither confirm nor deny. You're not confirming nor denying the Dom's <laughs> translation of, of what Antonio Brown that's said. Pretty much, well, that's pretty much exactly what he said. Dom. <laughs> that's a great, great job, Dom. <laughs> uh, following along very well here, Dom. Uh, so uh, Zachary Stone is asking how the offense did today. So we'll act perfect, Zach. Zachary, our next topic is uh, uh, really uh, the Titans wide receivers mm-hmm. and the Bucks defensive backs because we put out some video – uh, of that as well. So we'll get Luke's take on which Titans wide receiver made the most of today. And we'll also tell you, because uh, people are asking about Julio Jones and AJ Brown. So we'll talk about them here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about where I'm getting my workout tomorrow afternoon. That's Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu equals five-plus hours in the weight room because it's full-body electronic muscle stimulation. It is real it will work your muscles, help you gain functional strength and muscle mass. It will also help you target that hard-to-burn body fat to help you achieve your fitness goals. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Go check it out in a location near you. That's at Mandu.com for those locations. Also, that first free workout, just tell them that A to Z Sports is how you heard, it, heard about it. It's for everybody. You're young, you're old, you're in shape, you're out of shape. You need to lose 50 pounds. You need to gain 10 pounds of muscle or whatever it might be. Mandu can help you achieve your fitness goals right there at mandu.com. 
And I'm going to remind you again that if you sign up for the BetMGM app and you give them that promo code you see there, A to Z Sports, they will give you a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. Yep. All right. So let's get to it, Luke. Uh, I, I did post today on TikTok and also, uh, I guess, everywhere, Instagram and Facebook, a compilation of five Titans receivers having zero problem getting open against Bucks DBs. Now, this was one-on-one drills, but... It, Which is designed say, for the receivers to win. Right, but Elijah Molden had an interception on Tom Brady in those one-on-one drills, so yeah. it can be done. DBs yes. can win one-on-one And, and, and Farley beat Evans. Farley beat Farley Evans. Farley beat Evans, and remember when uh, earlier in training camp, Breon Borders locked down three straight wide receivers? So... In those videos, we saw Josh Reynolds, uh, Marcus Johnson, Chester Rogers, Nick Westbrook-Akina, uh, all complete pass or catch passes yeah. wide open, and then uh, a drop uh, – well, not a drop, an inaccurate throw from Woodside to a wide open uh, Mason yeah, Kinsey. I don't even think it hit his hands, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was a it was inaccurate throw. Was too far in front of Mason Kinsey, but I, and then, look, that could be Mason Kinsey took too long on the top of his route to get open, uh, and was too deliberate with that, a certain move. That Matt but, Markley would have made that throw. Yeah, I mean and that's just your opinion, man. So uh, <laughs> maybe so. So uh, what what was your takeaway from the Titans wide receivers? Uh, and what they did today against the Bucks DBs, because we really spent the first 30 minutes of the show talking about the Titans defense. Yeah, and that's what I focused on at practice today. You know, usually there's just one thing going on when it's two teams. There's sort of two separate scrimmages, if you will, going on. And so today I was focused on Brady and, and the Bucks offense tomorrow. I will focus on the opposite. However, I, I did film a lot of those one-on-ones and noticed the same thing you did, that the Titans receivers were getting open pretty easily. Chester Rogers continues to look smooth and very good. This is what I did notice, though. At the end of practice, both 85-man rosters congregated at one field for one final team period where Ooh. everyone was watching. And when the Titans went on offense, they ran three straight plays, three straight throws with Ryan Tannehill, three straight completions to Chester Rogers. Wow. He just continues to show up every single day in practice. Mike Vrabel talks all the time about consistency, and we know, well, this player had a good day, but he's got to do it more, and, and he's got to find the way to have those good days more often. That's Chester Rogers, man, every single day. And, and Marcus Johnson, too. I didn't catch as much of him because, like I said, I wasn't watching the Titans offense. But Chester Rogers, just he shows up, man, and, and it just, just feels different than the – He's not at the, he's not a bottom of the roster receiver anymore. He he's a a game day threat, bona fide now. Yeah, and and Jeff Rubel, who's a Colts fan who loves watching our show, and we like having Big Ten Jeff along for the ride. But you know he has got good perspective on both these guys, Chester Rogers and Marcus Johnson, who were a part of the Colts organization for several years and can never break through. Well, the, but the well, Colts the Colts don't have very good wide receivers. Well, I mean, well the Colts can. Here's the thing: is you could have. You could, a player could be in a certain organization and not be able to break through, go to a new place, and flourish. The Colts have two former Titans who have been doing that the last several years with Jack Doyle and Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal was on the Titans practice squad, and Jack Doyle got cut from the Titans, and they've been making money and catching touchdowns and catching a lot of, making a lot of plays for the Colts. 
So Chester Rogers and Marcus Johnson could be the flip of that, of the Titans being able to take advantage of two guys who clearly have talent, who are starting to put it together and to take a, a real step in their NFL career. Because yeah, I think Chester Rogers has been on like Monday night in Nissan Stadium in that practice, Chester Rogers was racking up catches. And whether it was from the slot, it was from the outside, whether it was down the middle, it was outside near the sidelines. Chester, Ro- Chester Rogers was making catches from Tannehill all over the place. Yeah, and I want to re- respond to a couple of comments. Uh, ben asks, whoops, there we go. Ben asks, Chester, wide receiver three. I think Kyle is asking a similar question here. I think it is a mistake to even have that conversation of who is wide receiver three. And I think I, I said this on an earlier show that it's going to be more about the opponent, what is happening that day, who they're facing. I don't think there is going to be a wide receiver three. I think some days Josh Reynolds will probably be in that role. Some days Chester Rogers may be in that role. Some days it may be Marcus Johnson. I think a lot of it is matchup based. Uh, AJ Brown and Julio Jones are matchup proof. They're always going to be your top two. Uh, but healthy. I think the Titans can can yeah. But I think the Titans can pick and choose who they want each game, and not have to have a you know Adam Humphreys wide receiver three. This is our slot guy. There's not yeah. There's not a designated slot. And I made that joke mm-hmm. in Titans film room. Uh, quote tweeted me and was like, okay, now the Titans have three wide receiver threes because I, I, my tweet was that Chester Rogers is working his way to being only behind Julio Jones and AJ Brown on this depth chart. Like, I think it's those two guys. And then at on the depth chart after that, it's Josh Reynolds, Marcus Johnson, Chester Rogers. Those guys Mm -hmm. are right there. Those five guys are locks to make this team. There's no doubt about it. Now what happens on game day? Because having, I think the max, the max active wide receivers you have dressed out on game day is probably five. You probably don't want to have six active wide receivers unless one of them is a special teams ace. And could all five of those guys be active on game day? Because they do give you so much different. Chester Rogers, why I think he's creeping up that depth chart even higher is because he gives you your punt return ability. And he seems to me to be better out of the slot than Marcus Johnson at this point. So I think that gives Chester Rogers a slight edge there. I think uh, right now because of health, Chester Rogers probably has an edge over Josh Reynolds. I think overall, Josh Reynolds is a better player, a more proven player in the NFL, but health is a thing. And right now, right now you're you're talking about the the three big name wide receivers on this team, AJ Julio and Josh Reynolds are all like, there was no Julio today. No age. We haven't seen Julio Jones practice in two weeks. Plus Mm -hmm. AJ Brown's limited day to day because he's AJ Brown. He can be Josh Reynolds. We talked about it earlier in the week is dealing with an Achilles. And so right now it's Chester Rogers. And that's Mm -hmm. why I like, why I think that is because like you said, three straight snaps, three straight pass plays with 170 players watching and Chester Rogers is out there making three straight catches against the Bucks defense. That tells you something. Yeah. Chester Rogers is going to have a role in this team. And so is Josh Reynolds. He looked good today, too. A, a lot of you, I'm sure, saw the, the video that we tweeted out and, and posted of, of him running a really nice route on the sideline. Uh, Josh Reynolds, let's not forget about him just because, you know, like I said on the show yesterday, I think we all, me included probably, freaked out a little bit after the whole Kaharski thing. 
Uh, Josh Reynolds did not look good in that Kaharski tweet, no, but he, he's fine now, and he's going to be a part of this offense. Yeah, I've got the I've got the Josh Reynolds uh, snap one on one downloaded. So I'm going to try my best to upload it uh, to the show here because there was something about that Josh Reynolds route that I loved when I watched it. So I'm going to yeah, do my worth be- watching. I'm going to do my best to uh, upload it real quick. But the Josh Reynolds route that he ran today was a comeback route. My, I watched that route because I think I think when you tweeted it, you mentioned something about the route, about the cleanness of the route. And so here's the video. Watch Josh Reynolds' head and watch where his eyes go at the top of this route. And it's really, really well done. If you saw it right there, and I'll play it again real quick so you can look at it again. It's at the top of the route right before he broke off the comeback. He peeked up, and what that makes the DB do the same thing. Because when you're a DB, you're playing man coverage, you're taught to look at the receiver's eyes. If the receiver's eyes do this, my head's doing that. And then he mm-hmm. breaks off the route, and he gets separation. So here it is again. And so those are the things that you look at when Josh Reynolds as a veteran who is a really solid route runner that separates himself from Des Fitzpatrick, Racy McMath, Cam Batson, Mason Kinsey, who are younger playing the wide receiver position that that I think is really important in playing wide receiver in the NFL. Definitely, definitely. So A to Z Sports here live. On this, uh, what what day is this? Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday the 18th. <laughs> Wednesday show, this afternoon show. I'm not used to doing a show this late in the day. Very strange feeling of uh, waiting all day to do a show. I kind of know how Buck feels with primetime. But, all right, so now we're going to give rapid-fire questions for Luke Warsham, who was at practice, because I was not there. Uh, Luke was there. You guys are asking a lot of questions earlier in the show about this player, that player. I know Monty Rice uh, is a topic of conversation. So let's go ahead and you guys can have your rapid fire questions for Luke about today's practice. But first, let me tell you guys about our friends at Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to get your new ride. Head out to Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon. They're easily right off of I-40, exit 236, uh, right there. Go check them out. For all their inventory they have with their your new car that you're looking for, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. If they don't have it there on the lot, they will help you out to get you that car that you want, the car that you need. And they're not in it just to make a quick sale for them. They're in it to find you your next car that's right for you in whatever situation you're in. That's at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today, if you go sign up for our friends at BetMGM, if you download their app and you use that promo code A to Z Sports, you're going to receive a risk-free bet of up to $1,000 on BetMGM, the king of sports books. All right, bring them up. Rapid-fire questions for Luke. Yeah, but you be- got him? I'll let yeah, you go ahead and go through them. Yeah, yeah. but before I answer any uh, – well, I already see a question on Monty Rice. I totally missed the Monty Rice play, which is weird. Like, I don't know how. I was watching the Titans' defense – uh, I, I just looked at Twitter and saw all these tweets about him getting carted off. I, I don't know how I missed that, but so I don't really have anything to add on Monty Rice. Frable was not asked about him. 
news and timeline on Darrington Evans. He was not out there today. I'll speak a little bit on Monty Rice from what I saw from Twitter. And no, Vrabel wasn't asked about Monty Rice because now the media knows it's a waste of a question and waste of everybody's time to ask Mike Vrabel about an injury. Yeah. And so it just doesn't happen anymore. But from what I could tell, uh, Tron Davenport was saying that Monty Rice was in coverage uh, and then uh, pulled up lame. He ended up hobbling and walking off on his own power once he got to the sideline was carted into the locker room. So that's that's kind of all we know about what happened with Monty Rice. So we'll, hopefully uh, we can, you know, unless there's a roster transaction that happens, we're probably not going to know anything about Monty Rice uh, for the next several days. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right on that. Was the popcorn good? Did not have any. I'm not really sure what that's referring to. Uh, Luke, who has most improved? That's a good question. Um, Man, Olivia's getting deep. Yeah. A couple of names come to mind. Uh, Rashad Weaver, someone who's improved. He uh, he was he was there today. Showed up. Um, who else has improved? Uh, Farley probably. He he looked a little bit better today. Looked to be in better position to make plays. I'll give you one. I just think Christian Fulton. When you're talking about oh, yeah, improved yeah. from from you know one point in time to now, Christian Fulton uh, is a way better player than he was a year ago. Yeah. Uh, the return of Will Compton will be the big red flag, says our friend Elton English. Yeah, yeah. If, if Monty Rice uh, <laughs> goes on IR and Will Compton gets brought in, that is the red Which, flag. Which I don't know. I, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Uh, did we ever make any plays today? I didn't notice anything. I heard some others talking about seeing him do some things. He didn't get a you know, quote unquote sack or anything like that. Uh, let's see. Um, front seven, O line, Dupree. Uh, Dupree was out there. I don't really know how much he did. I didn't catch much of that. Did Julio Jones even make the trip? Yes. Mike Vrabel said the entire 85-man roster traveled. Uh, I did not lay eyes on Julio at any point today, but uh, yeah, if, and if so, Vrabel was telling the truth, he is here. Yeah, and I did uh, I did see Jim Wyatt tweeted it out. I'm going to go find that tweet real quick of the of the list of players who did not practice today. Mm-hmm. And that here it is. Julio players not on the practice field. Julio Jones. A.J. Brown, Nate Davis, Ben Jones, Darrington Evans, Dane Crookshank, Tucker McCann, Danico Autry, Matthias Farley, and Jeff Swain. Those players did not practice. And then we mentioned Monty Rice was carted off with the injury later on. And they've brought in so many safeties because of Crookshank and Farley being hurt that I can't keep up with who's who. That's a really interesting position to watch. As we think about looking ahead to Saturday to the preseason game, yeah. that that will be a really interesting position. Well, Steve, and Tedrick Thompson, Tedrick Thompson got hurt uh, after they brought him in. He got hurt Monday night, so they had to cut yeah. him and bring somebody else in. Skidley Bob says, "How comfortable are you at the tight end position?" Uh, Luke, of Luke playing the tight end position or with the tight end position? <laughs> playing very hopeless of the Titans tight end position. I, I think Ferkser has a lot of potential. I think there's reason to believe that he can be a real threat. Um, but the depth is just not very good. We haven't seen Jeff Swaim. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's not on NFI or anything. He's on the active roster. He's just not out there. So not sure what's going on there. Uh, Tommy Hudson, I think, has had a strong camp as a backup tight end. They obviously brought uh, Luke Stalker in for some more uh, some help there. Uh, they could bring in Tim Tebow theoretically, to to help with, with that department. Yeah, there was a question I was going to ask you, too, because I was curious about. Uh, I did see uh, – we got a lot of Dez Fitzpatrick questions. Uh, so I, I'll let – did you see anything of Dez? I, I didn't notice him, and I was actually – I was going to ask Tannehill about him, 
but I, I, I couldn't hear if Tehran already had. And so I didn't want to repeat. And also, like I said, we were in a rush and it wasn't a, a pressing thing. Uh, I, I didn't notice him. No, I'll, I'll try to pay attention tomorrow when I'm watching the offense. Yeah, yeah. So today, Luke watched the majority of the time on the Titans defensive side, and Jerome asked who got the interceptions on Brady. Uh, that was Elijah Molden and one on ones. Then it was uh, Amani Hooker and Jackrabbit Jenkins uh, who got the interceptions in 11 on 11 drills. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, you are going to focus more on the Titans offense. Yes. And that, take us through the logistics of what you guys are doing and like what you're able to see and what you're able not to see because it is it is difficult out there uh, for us not being there and you are there to, to kind of be our eyes. Yeah, so it's funny you say that. I've actually got a picture right here of, uh, of what that looks like because they've got three fields and I will try to, uh, to upload that right now. Let's see. Uh, okay, so but the way it's set up, is there are three practice fields, and I think we got our image up. There we go. There, there. That's how it looks. So there's three practice fields, and the black and the yellow area is where we are allowed to be. I spent most of my time today in that yellow area because that's that on that field that that far right field is where the Titans were, or excuse me, where the, where the Titans defense was against the the Bucks offense for most of the day, and then the other sides of the ball worked in that middle field. And I was told by the uh, Bucks people that they don't really use that other field very much. So, so that's sort of the uh, the logistics there of that. Yeah. So you, did, you didn't know you were going to get a diagram when you asked that. Question. I know I didn't. I didn't realize you had that on hand. That was fantastic. I'm glad you had that. But yeah, it, it makes it tough on everybody because like you can't like you can't even see anything. Derrick Henry uh, is doing yeah, at practice. To, to bring that back up, Derrick Henry is working. And on that left field in the end zone on the bottom of your screen. <laughs> and so me standing in that black area at the top, there's no way in the world I'd be able to get anything of him. Maybe tomorrow they'll move. I don't know. But Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is when it comes to that. So hopefully, uh, and, and like normally at Titans, at the Titans facility, we can get right next to the running backs. We can get right next to yeah. the wide receivers and have great video, but a little, a little more difficult when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the, the Bucks setup. Clayton says, Definitely. I wish Zach was here so we could give him crap about Brady getting picked off three times today. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Zach a nice souvenir. I, I told you at the beginning they're handing out sweat rags with the Bucks logo on it. I'll be sure to to grab him one of those. Make sure he can get one to treasure. You, you, you should probably make it sound better than a sweat rag. I mean, it's probably a, like a nice a rally towel. How about well, that? Or a uh, a cooling towel. A cool, sounds yeah. A, a cooling that, it sounds towel. a lot better than a sweat rag. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, mine's over there. I'm not going to walk all the way over there to get it, but tomorrow I'll, I'll try to have it over here so I can show you what it looks like. All right, guys, it is time for throwing shade, and I've got video with my shade, so we're going to have throwing shade here on the show to wrap up this Wednesday afternoon show. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the area. Simply go to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family or earning that long-term equity to get that long-term wealth. Simply go to renterswarehouse.com. If you're a renter, flip it over. They got all these great inventory across the mid-state for you to rent out at the website renterswarehouse.com. 
And our friends at BetMGM have a great deal going for you on right now, as we've talked about already a few times. Use that promo code you see on your screen there, A to Z Sports. Download the BetMGM app, and you'll get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. And that's something you want to take advantage of because BetMGM is the king of sports books. They are the king of sports books. We've got throwing shade here on the show. Luke, uh, let's see. Is there any shade there in the comments that I'm trying to see? Uh, people asking where Zach is. That happens every so often. Tommy asking where is Zach. And th- the best thing about this is most Wishing say, he was here. That's where yeah, Zach is. He wishes he was in Tampa, but Jace says he's in Dallas doing business dealings with A to Z. <laughs> that sounds uh, a lot like very shady business dealings. I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's what he's doing. Like Zach, uh, where we have launched our – a to Z sports Dallas market. Um, it, it takes a lot of work. Dallas is a city that Zach has familiarity with because of family ties. And so he's working with our morning show host, Will Steele. Uh, he's working with our, our salesperson, Nick. They're in Dallas and he's making a lot of meetings. We've got Cowboy Game Day Live that's that they're getting planned. That's going to be very exciting. Uh, he's meeting, he, he went, he had lunch at a country club yesterday. He was telling me Fancy. about it. I know. Uh, so, yeah, Zach's uh, doing some good work there. So, uh, let's see. Uh, shade from you guys first. Uh, Josh says, Shade on the top 100 list yet again. Tannehill screwed over again. What's new? He should be ranked better than that. Why do we still care about that list, though? I mean, Corey Davis was on that list. Like, That's it something doesn't... else Zach would have an aneurysm about. <laughs> um, Dom, shade on those Titans press conferences. The reception is always so bad, and the people in the chat <laughs> try to talk to Vrabel like he actually reads that stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. They they need to have. I think Paul's done this on his site before, but they need to have like a not a pre-screened. You know, we're gonna bring this season ticket member on, like. Just open chat. Mike Vrabel takes questions from the chat. I think that would be hilarious. No uh, moderator. It's just him. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is shade on Lowe's for giving me the runaround and not wanting to do anything about the $300 worth of gift cards that were stolen. I mean, it. you know, I, I don't know the situation, but like if somebody's claiming that somebody stole $300 worth of gift cards to my store, I'm like, man, I can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of tough there. Uh, Jeff says shade on his AC going out when it's heat index at 93 at 10 PM every night. I'm sweating like a mofo at night with four fans. I, uh, because of the noise and because it was pretty cold when I woke up this morning, I turned the AC off before I left. And when I got back, it was 78 degrees in my hotel room. Yeah. When I, the first thing I do when I get to a hotel room is double snowflake. Now they don't have, they don't really have those old units anymore that have like the, the, the on, or the off, on, low, yeah. snowflake, double snowflake. I'm a double snowflake type of guy, and I'll put it as low as it can possibly go uh, when I get there. Jay says he was not expecting to get his name called. Yeah, but if you're going to comment, we're going to call your name out. Be ready for it. All right, Luke, what's your shade today? I'm, I'm going to throw shade at myself for uh-huh. my, my locksmith incident yesterday. <laughs> so I, uh, I was getting ready to leave for the airport. Uh, I was in Nashville. And uh, so I had all my stuff packed in the car, was about to go to where I was going to park so that I could then Uber to the airport. And I I closed the trunk after putting all my stuff in and I go to open the front door and it's locked. I'm like, oh, so I reached down for my keys in my left pocket. They're not there. 
reach down for my keys in my right pocket. They're not there. Didn't have any back pockets. Uh, key was in the trunk. And luckily I had my phone. Like if I didn't have my phone, I would have had to go door knocking to find someone's phone. And that would have just been really, really tragic. But I, uh, I had to act quickly because I had a flight that I had to get to. I didn't have time to get a, my spare or think or like compare prices. I just called the first locksmith I found on Google and $120 later, I got my keys back. What was your key doing in the trunk of the car? That's, that's what I, I had understand. It, so I, I had it in my hand as I was setting stuff down. And I guess I like needed an extra hand and just wasn't paying attention and set it down. You, why would you, I would never set a key in a trunk? Well, I won't either anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> a young Luke, you learned a big lesson. Never set your keys in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Uh, Liz says throwing shade on the Jags for dropping Tim Tebow. Now he'll come running back to the Syracuse Mets. <laughs> that's intern Liz. She lives up in uh, the Syracuse area. And I guess that's what about, where Tim Tebow was stashed for the Mets organization. What about golf for Tim Tebow? Golf? You yeah. think Tim Tebow would be able to golf? I mean, he's if got you big to, biceps. He'd probably drive it a long ways. A long way, the wrong direction. There is no way in hell. <laughs> that golf is something that Tim Tebow could do <laughs> at all. Like Luke, I guess Luke, you don't play golf, do you? I have before. Yes, and it probably didn't go very well. If, you just, <laughs> if that's your answer, De- what, what, golf- about, what about what about like basketball? He's pretty big. There's no way. No, the, basketball takes actual skill. Like like Tim Tebow, what he could have done is. Football, like playing tight end is the one thing he probably could have done better than anything else. Yeah. But no. But, and of <laughs> course, he blocks with his eyes closed. So my shade, I'm sticking in the NFL. My shade continues to be the reaction of the taunting uh, penalties and the Giants owner talking about taunting and oh, being gosh. sick and tired. The uh, taunting emphasis, what were the conversations about that among you guys? Yeah, I mean, that's something we discuss every year in the competition committee. We, we get kind of sick and tired of the, of the taunting that does go on from time to time on the field. We've tried to balance um, the sportsmanship with allowing the players to have fun and there's always a fine line there but none of us like to see that and uh, it's just a question of whether you can have rules that can be enforced and without taking the fun out of the game too but nobody wants to see a, a player taunting another player i know i certainly don't and i think the rest of the members of the competition committee feel the same way too no everybody wants to see players taunting players like you're absolutely incorrect there like, I don't want to see he, guys standing over other guys. I don't like that. But like the Saints thing, that was stupid. Or, or there's man. so many things that are stupid. Yeah, so many things. And like the Giants are having maybe the weirdest training camp ever, where they just had guys retire. Like, how come we can't get a quote from Mister Mara about guys retiring from the sport because of how their coaching staff is handling training camp? Their goofy coaching staff. Yes, and the coaching staff full of cast-offs because they've got Derek Dooley and Jeremy Pruitt on the same staff too. Yes. It's just ridiculous. And Sean says, is that Biden? He kind of he, he kind of sounds and talks like him a little bit. But like taunting, like come on. Like yeah. nobody's, nobody's been no, angry. No one was asking for that, right? Exactly. I, I want to pull up another Sean comment. He says, is that a business expense, the locksmith? Sean, that's why you have an emergency fund. No, because 
I pushed the trigger and I didn't have to feel bad about it at all. That's why you have an emergency fund for moments and plus, like that. Like, uh, how am I going to teach Luke a lesson if I just expense his locksmith because of his own mistake? No, Luke. Wisdom with Worsham and, yeah. and Dave Ramsey too. Get an emergency fund. No, it is not a business expense. You can have business expenses while you're down there in Tampa all you want <laughs> that have to do with food, drink, uh, transportation, but no locksmiths for your own mistakes. <laughs> my, my Italian sandwich and buffalo wing flavored pretzels were business expenses about an hour ago. Well, there you go. That was a solid lunch. Yeah, all right. So we'll be uh, we'll be doing this again tomorrow. So how we set it up today. I thought it went really well. You guys yeah. were ready for it at 1 o'clock and it worked out nicely. So uh, again, tomorrow morning, no show at 8 o'clock. I popped on live again just to kind of you know let you guys know what time. Uh, but no uh, morning show tomorrow. We will do this again around this one o'clock time. I think that worked out nicely for everybody. So 1 p.m. Central time after day two of Titans Bucks practice. So thanks, guys, for hanging around. And hope you guys have a great day. Uh, Buck Rising, don't forget, we'll be live again tonight. It is Esports Primetime. He is in Tampa. Apparently, he saw Ric Flair last night. I don't know if, if Luke, you were a part of that crew or not, but Ric Flair was in the building. Uh, down there. So Buck Rising tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll see you guys later on. Thanks for watching. Have a good rest of the day. See you tomorrow.